Welcome to the Permission to Succeed podcast. This podcast is about learning from and being inspired by people who have been successful because they found what they were passionate about, created something special, and most of all, they gave themselves permission to go and do it. The genesis of this podcast is the inspirational lives of Muhammad Ali and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and their world-changing impact. The Permission to Succeed podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place advisors come to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We started a new series on the podcast called the CMO Series, Drivers of Revenue. This is the second in that series, and we couldn't be more excited to have Becca Zofin, who is the CMO of Integrated Partners and InTouch Innovations. Welcome, Becca. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Before we get into my questions, please tell us a little bit about Integrated Partners and InTouch Innovations. Perfect. So Integrated Partners is a fee-based financial planning and wealth management firm. And um, we work with business owners, individuals, high net worth individuals and families. Um, and for uh, and we also basically are a platform for advisors and to support our advisors. So um, we have advisors join us who are really looking for that extra level of support in all elements of their practice. And InTouch Innovations is a turnkey marketing platform that we built uh, back in 2003 to service the marketing needs of our advisors. So essentially, we're able to take the marketing out of our advisors' hands so that they can focus on what they do best. Fantastic. All right, let's get right to it. I'd like to start off this podcast with this question. What's the job of a CMO? So that's a great question. And I'm I would say that it's probably perhaps different at every firm, but at our firm, basically the, the role of the CMO is pretty much to do whatever I can do to make an advisor's life easier. Um, obviously, time is always a challenge for advisors and our advisors' practices are growing they're more and more complex and clients have more and more needs. So a lot of times advisors just don't have the time to break away from clients and working on their business to focus on marketing. So for me, I, you know, just do whatever I can to make the advisor's life easier. I see my role as almost like a coordinator, an executor. Um, I can take ideas and bring them from concept to fruition. Um, I can be an idea generator, a visionary, but also get the marketing work done. So all an advisor has to say, yes, I like it, get it out the door or make this change and then we can get it out the door. So we um, have a concept here at Integrated called who, not how. And it's a really powerful concept that Paul Sagany, our um, president and CEO, introduced to the firm. And it's not a matter of how you're going to get it done. Um, it's a matter of who will get it done. And on the marketing side, I see myself and my team as the who. So if an advisor has an idea, it's not about, they don't have to worry about how it's going to get done. Just bring the idea and we'll make it happen. And that's where the execution comes into play. That's neat. At what point did you decide this was your career path? 
was it something you sought out or did you evolve into it? So that's an interesting one. Um, So I went to school at the University of Florida and um, my parents and family were here in Boston and um, towards my senior year, um, my parents really wanted me to move back home. And I didn't know that that was something that I wanted to do, but my dad was actually the first CPA to join integrated partners and get fully licensed to offer financial planning services. It was back in 1999 when CPAs were given the green light. Um, And he had met the wonderful people at integrated and he decided when I came home for my last break in college that he wanted to make an introduction. And I had the opportunity to meet with John Pastore, who's still at our firm today. And um, we just had a a great meeting. And a couple months later, they um, left me a voicemail and just said, hey, we think there might be an opportunity for you. And um, that got me to move home. And I basically started working at Integrated two weeks after graduation in 2001. Um, So John Pastore and Paul Sagney really took a chance on me as an inexperienced young kid. And um, it's really not something that I thought I was going to do. I dabbled in marketing. Um, I really started as part-time receptionist, part-time marketing. I got to learn a lot. I changed to office manager, then I went to operations, and I eventually landed back in marketing, and I realized that that was really the place for me. I just loved um, helping advisors in a fun and positive way, and really just making an impact for them in their business. And because we've had so much growth over the years, I definitely have felt like every, you know, five to seven years, it's kind of felt like a, a new and different job, even though it's now 21 years later two weeks after college into a job that has lasted quite a while. Yes. This is, this is another one I like to ask. How does somebody build a tool set for this kind of job? There's so much to know. There's so much to weigh in on. There's so much responsibility. How do you do that? So I think one of the big things is just the ability to see the big picture and think things through, through logically. So, um, I, I always just have the willingness to listen. And I think listening is so key in this day and age. I think advisors have a lot of needs and they, they, there are so many things that they want to do and just really listening to their why really um, is, is just such a, a key element to the tool set, but also just the ability to roll up your sleeves. We always say all hands on deck here. So um everyone, everyone has to do their fair share. And just being a student of the craft, I'm always learning and researching. Um, But really nothing, nothing can, can build that tool set, like on the job experience. Um, And just having the passion and just naturally wanting to help people. It's funny, because in this in this world of marketing, so much has changed, and yet so much has remained the same. So just being willing to, to try different strategies and solutions and to um, offer advisors ideas. I think all of that and just being open-minded are key. But I also think the biggest uh, tool in my tool set is, is my team. And nothing can happen without my phenomenal team. And um, we're all just working in the same direction, supporting the vision 
and working within our unique abilities. So, you know, at one point in my career, I did all the graphic design work. I just taught myself how to do it. But as our firm and advisors needs evolved, now we have a full-time graphic de designer. A lot happens a lot quicker when someone with that unique ability is working in that job. You have the unique perspective from staying with the same company for a long time. We've mentioned that there must've been highs and lows with integrated and the industry. What have you learned along the way? Sure, sure. There have certainly been highs and lows. And I think that, you know, when you're, it's, it's almost like a relationship when you're in an, a relationship for 21 years, there's, it's only natural to have highs, lows. Um, and every year can't be perfect. Every day can't be perfect. Um, especially after 21 years, but I've seen the evolution of marketing as a whole. Um, I've seen some down markets. I think 2008 was an interesting one. Our own firm has had such a metamorphosis over the years, and we've had, you know, some tremendous growth years. We've had speed bumps and we've seen through all of that. But ultimately what I've learned is that you know, hard work, dedication, and my favorite word, consistency, it pays off big time. And when you put all that into the equation, anything is really possible. Um, so that's one of the big things I've learned. And um, I guess if the pandemic has really taught us anything too, it's that um, content and messaging and marketing really matters during these times, especially whether it's the high highs or the low lows. Um, and even right now we're in that interesting time where, you know, I've just really learned the power of marketing and just how important it is. As we mentioned, you have two places of focus, one being at integrated where you're growing that brand and business. How does marketing help them compete for advisors in an industry with so much movement and competition from others like you? Yeah, so that's a great question. And um, what my efforts, what I get to do in terms of um, meeting new advisors, that's really one of my favorite parts of my job. I'm so incredibly passionate about what I do and I love it. I can, I see when I can see how helpful it is for an advisor, it definitely comes through. Um, but when advisors are, you know, kicking their, the tires, doing their discovery, checking out our firm to to see if, you know, we're a firm that can help take their practice to the next level. I'm so fortunate because I get to be one of those um, team members that gets to meet the advisor. And um, really what I do is not only do I present the capabilities for the firm, but I also do my own discovery and I figure out, you know, what they're doing currently from a marketing perspective. I get to hear about their speed bumps um, where their frustrations are. And then I get to share with them how I can take their frustrations and not only make it a reality, but, but bring their marketing to fruition in an effortless way, because we do take the marketing out of the hands of our advisors, but it's so much fun because I've been here from the very early days and I've had a hand at building a lot of our platform marketing platform and a lot of solutions. I do take a lot of pride in showing our capabilities, our turnkey strategies, uh, sharing how our team can execute on their marketing goals, take their vision and make it a reality, and ultimately how we can take their practice to the next level. So it is a really fun aspect of my job. Well, let's talk more about helping advisors. I'd like to say advisors are like snowflakes, different goals, different niche markets, different personalities. 
how do you decide what's the recipe for success for each one of them? So it's funny, only a couple of weeks ago, did I hear that term advisors are like snowflakes and I couldn't agree more. I think it's so true. And I think to, to lump advisors into one, um, one profile, I think is, is definitely the wrong thing to do because I think advisors are so different. They all have different niche markets They're, They all want to do something different. But I really don't think there's one recipe for success. I go back to listening. I just really try to listen and hear advisors out, hear what they're trying to do and get a clear understanding of their desired end result. And then what I do is I come in and I offer up strategies, ideas, and campaigns that will help them achieve that desired result. Uh, once we're all on the same page and I get the advisor's buy-in, that's when I go back to the table and I, I'll either write up that campaign or I'll bring in the team members that need to be involved to, to either write something up or design it for email or design that one pager, whatever it is we're trying to do, uh, a market update event, anything like that, we'll go to the table and then Basically, we just present the draft to the advisor and then they run with it. But again, I don't really think there's one recipe. I think it's just every advisor has different needs and just offering up strategies and ideas and then actually executing on those is the way to go. Um, and, and just making sure it fits their audience, their market, and their niche. So zooming back out to the snowbank. How do you corral your group of advisors to make good choices? That's a good one. Um, it's funny because you you know advisors well. You know, I, I've had advisors. We do Zoom calls now. Um, I have daily calls. And there are advisors. Last week, I had an advisor that came to me with like a list of 20 things. And, um, and you know, if left to their own devices, none of that will happen. Maybe if they're lucky, maybe one thing might get done. But um, I always think marketing success is so similar to fitness and nutrition, which is also a passion of mine. But I think small efforts and consistency lead to gradual change that ultimately leads to big results. So what I try to do is bring people back to basics and, you know, say, let's, let's pick one, let's do this one great idea. Let's ex let's execute on it. And, and then we'll do the next thing. So I sometimes prefer to think small and gradually build and create those ongoing positive habits. And then once an advisor has one success, then they're really willing to move forward and do more. Um, and also for the person that has the list of 20 items, I say, you know what, let's pick five. Let's, let's just start small. Um, and I think it's beneficial to be realistic. Uh, last week, I had an advisor tell me that he wanted to do a Zoom educational event every month. And just knowing the advisor, I just thought, you know what, I, that doesn't feel realistic. Let's, let's do one. Let's evaluate the success. And then let's pick the next one. Um, and I think doing that it really helps because after this one success, the advisor will be jazzed and will want to do another one. But I think thinking small and getting one thing done, feeling that overall accomplishment is huge and just being realistic and, and making sure no one goes rogue and, and runs in all different directions. So bigger picture, and I know you're in tune with what's going on in the industry. 
are CMOs focused on the right things or the wrong things these days? So that's a tough one. I'm not sure what other CMOs are focused on, but what I can do is respond to what we focus on. And I would say if the pandemic taught us anything, it's that the content that we put out there, the ongoing communication and the right messaging really matters. It matters to our advisors and it matters to their clients. Um, I think we really started paying attention to the overall message during the pandemic, especially during those initial months where there was just, you know, chaos, confusion, and um, the markets were were volatile and, and people were just nervous. We were all nervous and no one really had the answers, but positioning the advisors and keeping the advisors faces in front of their clients really helped. And I think the same thing in the past uh, several weeks, it just really helps. There's so much chaos right now. And there's a humanitarian crisis and, and not to mention the markets, um, you know, have been, have had some ongoing volatility. So just being there and putting the right messaging out, it matters. I I actually ran into an advisor in the kitchen and and the, the past month, we've really all hands on deck focused on the messaging that we put out to the advisor's clients. And, and one of the advisors just said, you know what, I just want you to know that, that the work you do matters. And it tees me up because the messaging goes out, my clients either hit reply or tees up my conversations for when I make phone calls. So I think that's what our real emphasis is on, is our email communications Um, and just making sure that clients know that they have a team in their corner, um, their advisors working on their behalf, and they will be okay. We implemented a plan for a reason, and all of that kind of reinforces that message. Um, but, but for us, the, the focus the last two years, making sure our advisors feel supported and that they have everything they need as they communicate with clients and just making sure that clients feel communicated and that the, the material we're sending out is educational and it shares historical information. Um, those all feel like the right things to be focusing on right now at our firm. Let's end this podcast with a quick round of three questions. Does marketing need to be expensive? Definitely no. Um, And that's one of the things that I'm quite sensitive to. Uh, I think we have advisors that have want to have that have these big budgets. And then we have advisors that want to spend absolutely nothing Um, at our firm. We offer a boutique marketing experience for our our advisors to leverage, which is part of our firm offerings. So our advisors get to tap into their own marketing boutique, and that makes their lives a lot easier. And again, it's part of our firm offerings. Um, But I think if advisors want to spend, that spend usually happens, let's say, with their website. So what we try to do is opt offer options, no matter which stage an advisor is at. So if someone wants to spend, you know, invest in their website, great, we have a solution for that. If someone wants a free website, um, great, we have a solution for that. All you have to do is pay the $20 per month fee and we'll build it up for free. If someone's middle of the road, we have a solution for that. So um, I do, I would say that there are so many marketing strategies that advisors can leverage and it just doesn't have to be expensive. I think it can be 
um, for the most part, very, very little spend on the budget. What makes marketing powerful? I think it gives advisors a voice. It gives all of us a voice. Um, it's personal promotion. If done well, it can open so many doors for advisors, for any of us. And it really allows us to put our best foot forward, especially for advisors in my focus. Um, but it, it's fun. It doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be time consuming, um, especially at our firm. It's just fun. And it, it's, um, it just, it keeps us on our toes, but it's, it's just so powerful in so many ways. But it definitely just having that voice and the ability to position oneself as a thought leader is, you know, quite a cool concept. What makes how you market unique? So I would say that our marketing style is quite unique here at Integrated purely because of our InTouch Innovations platform um, that we built back in 2003. Uh, I'd say although... It's grown and evolved over the years. The foundation of the whole concept has remained the same. And I think um, it just allows us to facilitate the marketing campaigns for our advisors. And that makes us so unique because um, our advisors aren't going and picking out a marketing campaign and choosing a distribution list. We do all of that for them. Um, all they, they have to do is upload their database, which we do for them, and everything just becomes set it and forget it. But the other thing that's really different about our marketing platform is that um, we write all the campaigns less than five days before they deploy. So our content is so incredibly timely and impactful. And I think that makes a real difference in just our, our process oriented approach to marketing. Everything that we do is very strategic. It's process oriented. Um, our value lies in our coordination on behalf of the advisors. So I think these are all game changers and make us unique, but just the fact that we can take the marketing out of the hands of our advisors, it really ensures that level of consistency and in, it makes the touches actually happen no matter what. So I think that's what makes us unique is just the ability to, to take the marketing out of the advisor's hands are our who not how concept, you know, the advisors don't have to worry about how it's going to get done. We're going to get it done for them. And just um, another concept that makes us unique that we love to apply is something called VCR, vision, capability, and reach. Um, we have the, once we have the vision, we take our capabilities and then we, you know, extend our reach, whether it's through email communication, social media, um, websites. So um, we're able to apply all these concepts. And I think that's what makes us really unique in the industry. Becca, this has been quite delightful. Thanks so much for doing it. Thank you for having me. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.